0: Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the podcast that is exactly the same every single week. My name is Matt Lees. As ever, I am joined by Joseph Screbbles. Hi. Stephen Hogarty. Hello. And Jonathan Log Yes, yes, yes. On this week's episode, as ever, I have had a a flipping crazy weekend, Joe. What have you been doing in the leisure centre? I've been, as you say,
1: deep in the heart of the leisure centre, the watery core, and I've met a man who
2: won't stop flipping. Stephen, what have you been doing? I've uncovered hidden audio of bloody Obi Wanker dildo having a jerk off, blowout, breakdown <laughs> on
0: set. And Log, which award-winning Australian actress have you invited onto the podcast?
3: Oh, you asked them what they were doing. I was going to say, it's not what I've been doing, it's who I've been dunced. (laughs) And that's Kirsten Dunst. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Love to see it. You You do, baby. She's going to rock your knockers off and your bodies. Chance would
0: be a fine thing. (laughs)
2: the regular features, spooky noise in your ears, Mm -hmm. features, a regular feature, ghosts and wolves with teeth coming into your bed, matt lees you seem to have had a topsy-turvy old time of today you you say
0: that you are all in a twizzle
2: i am but i've heard you are hanging out with five-year-olds
0: i am not right now but i've had a i've had a mad weekend of it i was fortunate enough to be chosen to be a best man at my good friend's wedding during Ooh, which, I hope you humiliated I, him and his oh, I wife. Did I humiliated him because I didn't know enough about his wife to do so, but otherwise you just him. Oh, brilliant, hit. pretty successful
3: the, though. No more have... insulting best man speech than the best man who just doesn't know anything about either of them.
2: <laughs>
3: he, he famously and points at the wife and says, "If I knew
2: anything about you, you'd be fucked right now." <laughs> who
0: are you? Who the fuck are you? I did thank her for marrying him on account of the fact that genuinely um it, he hasn't been with anyone else who would have invited me to the wedding which was quite nice um but also yeah like i took lots of fruit um he famously took a <laughs> melon to someone's wedding in poland as a kind of like intending to break it and have fun because it was a kind of ongoing melon based feud and a bridesmaid broke it over another bridesmaid head and the two of them have not spoken since so naturally did you
1: do it as an actual
3: violent act
0: well, I think it was just joking around, but the other one was not happy about oh. it, and that the was the end of that.
3: Chin went into her chest, and like yeah. a cartoon, and she hasn't forgiven <laughs> her since.
1: Yeah, she looks like oh, she's rah, rah, one rah, rah, of the people rah, rah, rah. in the waiting room in Be- Beetlejuice, <laughs> just.
0: <laughs> just permanently shaking her fists at this woman. Um, mainly, I mean, I threatened his family. I threatened his family with violence, and they didn't hang around for the. Uh, the dancing afterwards which is a shame. But the next morning as you might expect I was quite hungover and I ended up remembering that I promised to go and help set up and kind of run a four-year-old's birthday party in the church hall. Out of the frying pan and into a fucking church hall, a friar's place of work. Friar, oh, that's good Steve. Jesus Christ, that's where you get paid. Um it was it was pretty hellish. But I was expecting, like, a four-year-old's birthday party to be, like, I don't know, around someone's house, maybe a couple of kids there, some presents. But it was, like, you know, full on 30 children running around screaming. It's like train spotting. It was.
2: Empty apartment, dirty matches on the floor, everyone's shooting up on horse.
1: Lust for life (laughs) playing over a (laughs) tinny Bluetooth speaker.
2: (laughs) Four-year-olds, fuck it, Peppa Pig on on a Bose bluetooth radio
0: (laughs) they had a they had a proper children's entertainer who came with like a full array of things to distract the children with they're like an orb of pure distraction that flashlights around it was like it was a properly like an unbelievable barrage of like over the top things so the kids didn't have a split second to be themselves which is a constant array of colors and noises um but luckily there was lots of booze there, so I just continued to drink quite heavily. Occasionally had my wife <laughs> oh, okay. telling me off because I kept like, leaving my, my fruity, half-drunk IPAs on the kids' tables next to like, the ripe right penis and stuff.
2: When you say a constant barrage of flashing colours and, and lights so their children can't be themselves, I can't help but think of the video games industry,
1: Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness me.
0: <laughs> Thankfully, I got through it without anyone being harmed. Nobody particularly noticed just how drunk I was until we were leaving the venue and I tried to catch a helium balloon that was flying away, but forgot I was holding two glasses of Prosecco and just proceeded to throw two glasses of Prosecco into the air, at which point the game was up, but it was fine. I got away with it. I continued drinking. Did the had nothing leave left. your hand? No, just <laughs> the liquids. Apparently it was quite, <laughs> quite impressive. But, um, wet sparklers, lovely. I was quite sad. I'd only, I'd only half drunk one of them. Anyway, I had to keep drinking. I've been drinking for some time now. So it got to Sunday and there was only one thing to do. Again, we were going up to see some friends to stay with, uh, not to stay with, to have some lunch with them before their children awoke. And they kind of kept talking about their children waking up as if they were going to be some sort of like demonic awakening. And parents do this a lot. I've got a lot of friends with young kids and they're always like, oh, kids, we've got some twins. They're absolutely, oh. But these kids were, in, they were they were like wild dogs these two boys were just screaming and grabbing and jumping and punching and able to do things that children that are three shouldn't be able to like scale very large ladders with ease about 25 times while other parents are looking on like what is how is that possible um but i was charged with trying to look after them in the park <laughs> calling um, the police <laughs> calling sorry, the police myself.
2: I, I mean think my son is a 34 year old man
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: to be fair
0: to be fair they, they told us they told us that they had been banned from their local cafe because the owner said your children are not like normal children your children keep eating whole
1: packs of cigarettes in front of customers and we don't get it
0: <laughs> there is I mean they they, are, they were a force of nature I think they're gonna be like I don't know they're probably gonna go up to be you know the the, the twins from Breaking Bad the suits they're gonna be probably grow up Mm. to be like uh them but from north london anyway i was tasked with chasing after them and trying to stop them from killing themselves and they fucking really wanted to they're just like there's loads of grass and they kept just massively homing in on tiny patches of tarmac or like pointy things and it's just like how are they doing this had to try and convince one of them not to steal a baby's toy they were trying to kind of push the kid off of this tricycle so they could get on it. And I was sort of like, no, you Jesus can't. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so I, I was doing a bit of that. Let's and it two worked. of them. They could overpower you, Matt.
1: I think that's why Matt had to convince them, not stop them. <laughs> <laughs> it had, to, it had to be an argument.
0: I had to beg them, please. <laughs> I was Take only the kid bicycle for one at this point, like... My wife was looking after the other one. We were literally like doing one each while the dad had gone to the toilet and we were like, how on earth does he do this with two of them? It's, it's impossible. Just with one, it was almost impossible. Anyway, I pried him away from this kid and then the dad afterwards was like, nice one, mate. And like goes to give me a fist bump, puts his fist up and I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm thinking, I don't really understand what's going on here. I'm not a dad. I don't come to play parks with kids. So this must be some sort of like uh, dad-based camaraderie, right? Of like, cool yeah, we just fucking stopped our kids from killing each other. Give him a fist bump. And then I'm walking away and I think that's, bit, that's something bad. Can't quite put my finger on it. Anyway, I'm running around in circles for a few minutes more anyway, because we're just chasing these kids infinitely. So I end up bumping into the guy two or three more times. It was Dizzy Rascal. Oh. Oh. And he fist bumped you.
1: He fist the bumped dad Dizzy
0: was Rascal. Dizzy Rascal. Yeah, his dad was Dizzy Rascal. And he seems to be just going around with a baby, walking around fist bumping people like it was no thing in the world. You were looking after Dizzy Rascal's kids at a wedding? I was stopping my friend's children from stealing property from Dizzy Rascal's kids.
3: <gasps>
0: from stealing, stealing a vehicle. A vehicle of all things.
3: That would get into the news if that happened.
0: You just, you just stopped a celebrity scandal. I did sense a, wh- a whiff of because it, it was no there was no implication that I wanted to fist bump him because I didn't know who he was at that point. I did I did feel like there was a whiff of strange PR about it, you know, strange trying to win back PR. the hearts of trying to whiff, win back the hearts of young dads across mm. East London by fist bumping fathers in the play park because I just thought, well, this is weird, mm. right? Anyway, I carried on drinking and uh, then I went to East London and successfully manipulated uh, a charity auction. How do you manipulate an auction? Well... Um, you oscillate its tits a lot. There was a piece of work in the What au- <laughs> that wasn't in the auction that I wanted to be in the auction, so I got it into the auction, and then I uh, kind of kept bidding for it. And someone Fraud. else kept bidding, and I kept bumping up the price. So when you say you... minute,
1: mani- Oh, I see, right. I thought you meant you successfully took part in an auction in a totally normal way (laughs) in that you you won an auction (laughs) by bidding repeatedly for for an item no no i
0: mean like i there was an auction i put a piece into it that wasn't in the auction and then uh successfully managed to get the price of that piece up without me then having to buy it proper elon musk aren't you no no, i think (laughs) i think that's actually fraud i think that is actually fraud it might be fraud it might be fraud but the thing is steve it's fraud for charity the money all went to charity so what who is really the criminal here you me for mentioning that what's your favorite dizzy rascal song um is it dizzy by the wonder stuff and, and big Reeves?
2: <laughs> i like the one from watch dogs legion which goes <laughs> needs to be
4: a
3: jingle ba pa ba ba
4: and it's time for the next
2: regular feature. And now it's time for these regular feature, Steve's Obi Wan Kenobi. As you all know, I have been watching the new. TV show on, what is it, Netflix called Obi-Wan Kenobi? I haven't seen this TV show. I haven't seen the the other one about Boba Fett that everyone gets excited about. I'm not trying to say that I'm too cool to watch TV shows about Star Wars. It's just that I only have time to watch good television shows. <laughs> 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 so... Please, by all means, have as much fun as you like with your hand solo spin-offs. But I my interest was piqued. I cannot help become embroiled and enticed by scandals. TV scandals and drama. So did you see this on TMZ? <laughs> <laughs> there was an outrage. There Scandal. was a uh, it exploded on the set of obi-wan obi-wan lost his bloody rag
1: which is what he wears most of the time flew off him
2: there's <laughs> like a an like a, an audio clip of him absolutely um going hog wild on a <laughs> on on a dp6 <laughs> <laughs> um uh, Obviously you haven't heard it, so I've got the audio. I've got I've got a I saved a clip from TMZ as a .wa file. I'll play it for you right now. If that's okay.
1: Oh please.
2: Here we go.
4: What the fuck are you doing over there? Sorry. Don't sorry me! Don't tell me you're sorry! I'm Obi Fucking Wanka fucking Obi! Do you know who that is? Yes you know what a fucking Wong Kenobi is? Yes, yes, sir. I'm a fucking Jedi. I can't have you traipsing around in the backdrop, in front of the lights, doop not doop to do like this. Do you have any fucking idea how distracting that is to me as a Jedi warrior?
0: I'm, I'm, I'm sorry.
4: Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, everybody, he's sorry. Oh, how would you like it if I was going around to your lights thing and I came along with my Jedi powers and force pushed over a light. How would that make you
0: feel? <laughs> not, not good.
4: Not good. Fuck man you're an amateur. I ought to fucking force fucking push you off a fucking bridge. No Bryce I won't shut up. I'm out here trying to liberate Andor. And no you don't fucking understand what it's like working with Jedi's I'm about to kick your fucking ass, man. You're unprofessional. You're unprofessional. Just an Ewok. You're un-fucking-believable is what you is. I'm about to cut you in fucking half with my lights. You want me to fucking jump around in the canopy as a Jedi, knocking over all your fucking tree houses, smashing (laughs) all that shit up? Why are you out here fucking with my scene?
0: I was trying to fix the light. Oh, good,
4: well, it's fucking ruined now, isn't it? What the fuck is going on in here? Oh, it's Princess fucking Leia now. a oh, fucking knee. What in the fuck is going on with this little fucking Ewok creep in my fucking scene? I'm not, I... Oh, you fucking Princess fucking Leia comes traipsing in here. Oh, you Elitist. What the fuck are you talking
1: about? Elitist, you don't know what's fucking going on on set most of the time, you junkie cunt. <laughs>
3: Hello. I've not been a part of this, but I thought I'd chip in and say you're all pieces of work. After where we hear you're in bloody horror. Duff! You fuck off, Duff! You bloody lot of goons. Rotten goons.
4: Oh, here we fucking go. Duff fucking Peter. Dark fucking Peter. Yeah, don't Dark make fucking... me fucking yeah, come
1: over here. We don't agree on much Obi-Wan, but I agree, Duff. Vader. That's what he says all fucking day. Red lightsaber swinging about, knocking over craft
3: services. Fucking doff. What? So oh, I'm the fucking villain now, you lot. Jesus. Absolute fucking amateurs. Regular features, regular fish.
4: Regular features, regular Regular features, regular, regular, features,
1: regular, regular. Anna says I've scared a cat with my voice.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've just looked at my waveform and it's big.
0: Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> oh yeah.
3: Now I'm very excited in the wake of this. Well, the fact that Joe made this a a fully plemonsy. Show recently, mm. I started writing a feature about my good friend Kirsten Dunst. And only in going to the Wikipedia page to, to drop in the odd comedy fact as though I knew it did I find out that she was married to bloody Jesse Plemons. Kirsten so, Dunst Plemons. Dunst yes. Plemons Alliance.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, um, Someone's been dunsting my Plemons and they're all gone. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So, um, yeah, but by the time I'd found that out, I didn't want to make it seem like it was all too nepotistic in regular features, but I'd already invited her on. And she's knocking at the door now. (gasps) That's her! I'd better go and disappear, because we cannot be seen in the same room together. Lest we fuck. Good day to you. (laughs) I'm, uh, I'm Kirsten Dance, the, the hot actor who snugged an upside-down spider in a pissy alleyway. Don't get me wrong, I've done stuff since then. I've had a pretty good career, to be honest. Although, um, one thing that still sticks in my craw is a review of Elizabethtown, where Michael Phillips in the Chicago Tribune said my performance put the oi into cloying. What the fuck does that mean, Michael? How do you put oi into cloying? I tell you what, you put the ooer er into film reviewer, mate. Come round my house and say it to my face. You, I'll put my fist in your into your fistula. The reason I'm here is nothing to do with that. I'm not looking to settle old scores. What I'm really looking to do is to fill out the 2017 to present section of my Wikipedia entry. There's not much I can do about 2010 to 2016. That. That section of my Wikipedia page is a closed book. A book, I might add, in which Michael Phillips from the fucking Chicago Tribune said that I had a fluid motion that periodically makes sense. (laughs) Michael, you need to come round my house and I'll land a fluid motion on you so fucking hard it'll be crystal clear what it fucking means. I don't know, that's not why I'm here tonight. I am not here to talk about Michael Phillips from the Chicago Tribune. Tonight, I want to look forward to the future with you, my boys, and I want to pitch a few of my brand new dansty ideas to the kingmakers at regular features. With your combined clout in the media from whatever the fuck it is you lot do, I don't care, I fucking live in Nottingham now, I don't know what you have to, I'm sure it's very impressive, I reckon we could be on to something big here tonight. I wanna run my ideas past you. I'm gonna tell you them one by one, and then you're gonna give um, me feed me back, tell me what you think. Yeah? Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Believe it or not, I started this with the idea that she was gonna have a Somerset accent. No, I can tell. Know. <laughs> 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 number one, number 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 one of my ideas. <laughs> <laughs> now this Taste one's called eight. number this one. That? This one's called Dunstan Dunstan. In this one, I host a podcast with Dunstan, the orangutan from the Aruvi, starring the orangutan, Dunstan. Dunstan <laughs> checks in. But the twist is on this podcast, uh, Dunstan is dressed up like a figure from history and the guest who comes on has to work out who he is. Sounds easy, right? But there's another twist. I don't <laughs> explain But's what's...
2: Gone Australian,
3: I love this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't explain what's happening at all. In fact, I don't talk at all. So, you've, from what I can gather, you've got the guest walking in for the sake of argument. Let's say it's Jesse Plemons. He comes in, he sees an orangutan dressed up like Queen Victoria. He looks at me, and I just shrug as though to say, What the fuck do you want me to do about it? Um, so, that's what I think. It's a podcast format, it's an audio format. I think it's a very strong idea. Um, what? Do you, how, how do you think about that? What do you think about that? Should, I, should we go ahead with that? Is it a green light, boys?
2: Green light. It's green light. Big green light oh, from me, mate. One hundred percent. Go for it.
3: Well, I'm and sorry I... of say Dun- Dunstan died of a fucking heart failure in 2014. So just fucking. I'd, I'd rather real? not go. Is that on... real? Yes, he did. He, yeah, I don't. I don't want you of to take him. Heart
2: failure. Hold on, Dunstan lived until 2014.
3: Yes. I, I don't From know Dunstan how long orangutangs live, but
1: you just said yes, exactly like my Australian auntie, and I really liked it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they have yes. human lifespans. He's been going method for ages. He's a really big on yeah, He was living as are. a hotel
1: bellboy. <laughs> 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 he, he went so method. Yeah, he's, he's he been he smoked it. and drank himself to death. <laughs>
3: He had a heart attack when his last attempt to blame it on the bellboy failed, and everyone realized it had been his fault all along. <laughs> the ultimate get out clothes in his chest. <laughs> I've got another idea. This is number two. This is called Dun Dun Dunst. And in this story, and this, this idea, right, um, it's just me and I'll let's say anyone called Plemons will do. So I just go with the first Plemons you can think of. So, right, me and Jesse go into a haunted house and we have to survive the night. And I'm pretending to be scared, but I'm not actually because the twist is I'm in on it. So I've got to be all like, I've heard there's skulls flying around in this house at tit level, Jesse. And I just want you to make sure that if the lights go out, could you grab all of my tits? Because I don't want my tits getting bitten by a hovering skull, Jesse Clemens, my boyfriend and husband. But there's another twist. The other twist is I've painted skulls on me tits in ultraviolet paint. So when I give the signal for the lights to go out and Jesse grabs my tits like a good husband, what he'll see is a pair of glowing skulls in his hands. And that's when I say, dun, dun, dunst, and the show's over. <laughs> How do you feel about that one, boy? Shall we go for it?
0: <laughs> go for it. I absolute. think it's a smash hitter. <laughs> that's gold. Endorsed.
3: That's one in the bag then. Well, we'd have two in the bag if fucking orangutans weren't mortal. But fucking, let's go for it. Carry on. Number three. This one is called Kirsten Dunst Durstant Trump.
1: Sorry. <laughs> T- right, you took yourself the... by surprise with that, Kirsten. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. Durstent. <laughs> Durstant. It's a fun word to say. <laughs> now, this one's a game show where we get a really famous guy in, let's say for the argument, Jesse Plemms, and he feeds me loads of food that makes me fart. And then every week I have to go into different situations where farting would be really fucking out of order. But the twist is, I've got Jesse in an earpiece and he's just constantly making fart sounds. And I'm blindfolded, so I've got no idea where I am. So, like, one week I'd be at a murder trial and the jury, the jury all come in from their deliberations and then I'm lowered in on a rope and start swinging around like Peter fucking Pan. And the judge says, it's unusual, but I'll allow it. But I can't hear him because I've got Jesse going (laughs) in my ears. And I just have to not fart while they read out the verdict or everyone gets held in contempt. Another week, I could have my ass in an aquarium. You get the idea. There could be fish food on my buttocks to raise the stakes a little bit. Uh, Basically, I think this is a flexible format with a lot of legs. Uh, How do you think about that, lads? Fact check, Kirsten. Yes, go for uh, it. I'm, I'm do open. You,
1: do you have... Um, you know how when people hear running water, they need a piss? Do you have that for farts? You just hear a fart and it makes you fart.
3: Well, I like to think it kind of resonates with your body, so the vibrations uh, of Jesse in my ears would kind of travel down my body and unlock my quivering ring piece.
1: From cochlea to asshole.
3: <laughs> the old, <laughs> old travelling circus. From cochlea to cock ear. That's what I call my arsehole, because I love it up it. <laughs>
0: Kirsten! Is, is that Kirsten, the uh, Kirsten Australia. Dunst? Australia. Yeah, Angerangutan. That is
2: Australia's Kirsten Dunst saying Okay, I was just checking that. That was cock ear, like... Like a... Yeah. Like a um,
3: second second favourite place for him, to be honest. Like a, a sign that the roadrunner would follow. <laughs> Uh, that's a no from me, Kirsten. Oh, someone, someone's playing hard to get. I'll see you later, <laughs> mate. <laughs> it's
0: another big yes from me, Kirst. I'm uh, into it. I've got. Put it on my
3: arse. I've only got two more ideas left, so I'm need to get home. So, um, this number four is um, Kirsten Dunst reimburses nurses bursaries. And this is one where I just go around reimbursing nurses' bursaries. I've got, it's a month of it, so it's a, it's a kind of diary format. So I'll read a few days out for you. Day one, I just reimbursed a nurse's bursary. So far, so good. Day two, opened up my purse and reimbursed another nurse's bursary. I'm getting the hang of this. Day three. Reimbursed the bursary of a nurse by the name of Ursula. (laughs) Best one yet. (laughs) Day four, declined the payment to a caregiver who didn't have the proper nursing qualification. A lot of respect for his work, but I must hold true to the purview of my nurse bursary reimbursements.
2: because his his name was
3: alan yeah (laughs) his name was grant which is which is a synonym but it doesn't work i'm sorry
1: (laughs) that is top gear mate that's very good (laughs)
3: it's too good day five someone just told me that you don't have to pay bursaries back I need to research more on this, as I, as I, as I may have got carried away with a daft idea because a few words sounded nice together. Day six. Apparently, I've been reimbursing the British government for payments made to nurses to complete their studies. No wonder the nurses didn't look like that bothered. This is fucking humiliating. <laughs> Day seven. Decided to stay at home and have a quick frig over an upside-down poster of Toby Maguire. Right, so um I'm already attracting that one. I I I just, I know it didn't work, but I I did do the legwork. I, I spent fifteen grand reimbursing nurses'
0: bursaries. So now I'm so there you go, whatever. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can imagine the real Kirsten Durst saying that now. Kirsten Durst. Know, you've, you've broke me. You've break start me. <laughs> Kirsten Bursting, bursting, (laughs) bursting, bursting makes me feel good.
3: Oh my god! I didn't. I can't believe I haven't used the word bursting all the way through this feature.
0: (laughs) Bursting, makes me feel.
3: Right, uh, last idea. Come on, let's get this over with, boys. As everyone knows, this one is the last one because I just told you. Stop fucking making me say everything twice, you crazy boys. This one is called Kirsten Dunst's Drunken Munch Bunch Munch. As everybody knows, the Munch Bunch are a series of books written in the 1980s about a group of fruit and vegetables. The books were either designed to encourage or discourage healthy eating. I cannot tell you. All I know is that the drawings are shit. The other thing we know that a munch is, is a meeting, usually in public, where inexperienced people go to explore their interests in sexual fetishes. In sexual fetishes. They're going to meet other like-minded people in a non-sexual environment. So you can imagine what it would be like if cursed and dunced, me, got messy drunk and walked into a munch-bunch-munch. Oh, and they're having lunch. Uh, Have you decided what you're having, Penny Parsnip?
0: No, Adam Avocado. I simply can't think of something funny that vegetables would eat. Soil? A bucket of sunlight? Well, not everything
2: has to be a joke, Penny. You can relax here, you're among friends.
4: Wow, well, What the fuck's going on over there?
2: Hi, I'm Dick Turnip. It's my first
1: munch too, but I've been to this restaurant before. I really can recommend the sizzling dog
0: meat. Yeah, go on then. Vegetables eat animals. Why not? It's a fucking bunch of talking fruit. What the fuck's that all about? Does Does anyone have Jesse Plemons' number? Jesse Plemons, one of the Munch
2: Bunch. <laughs> well, I can see why you'd think that, and I wish he was, because my kink is sex with humans, but sadly, he's Kirsten Dunst hu- hus- Husplemon. It's half Log, you're gonna need, like it's half husband and half Plemon. He's a hus- Husplemon. <laughs> half husband and half Plemon. Husplemon.
0: He's my. He's my husplemon. He is my husplemon. Please, not fucking to my husplemon. He is my husplemon. I feel so, I feel so hugo with my husplemon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so I say, Kirsten Dunst husplemon, and then Kirsten Dunst says,
3: "Oh, you weird fucking talking morsels! What is your deal, Kirsten?
0: could you please have a little respect?" This is a munch. We're here to meet like-minded people who...
3: Oh, I know what a fucking munch is, you mucky little ratbag. You wanna... What? I
0: would mouse, so I use my laptop you know keyboard. What? And
3: I can't think mirror. of any funny vegetables to do as a kink. Put a seed into something, maybe? Nah, I can't think of anything. Nah, that's not... Oh
2: my God. Why can't... Any of you take this seriously. All I want to do is get my green bits dragged off me and get my stone fingered into a dude's eye socket until the eyeball juice squirts out of the pupil like a worm of pus. And I start to take root in his brain and ride him around town like a little eye jockey. That's all I want. And I'm too shy to ask. So I came here and you're just trying to make... Freaking jokes about me.
3: Mate, I don't want to yuck your y- yum and far be it for me to kink shame. But that's fucking disgusting, and you need to be locked up, you rank bastard. Same t- time, t- time t- next, next week, <laughs> week. <laughs> L- oh. 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 That's how you finish a sketch. You make it uncomfortable and then say, same time next week.
0: <laughs> well and truly taught from the master of, 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 of form. Also,
2: Kirsten, Kirsten's not a name. Kirsty is a name. Kristen is a name. Kirsten. No, you've made she that up. You can have whatever you It's wild. Great.
1: That someone called Kirsten Dunst married someone called Jesse Plemons. Like that's
3: fucking right. amazing. That is two people. So we're
2: all just making up names now, are we? It's yep. like
3: it's like they heard that you could make funny and insulting anagrams out of names, so they deliberately chose names that were impossible to anagramize. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't even try, but who, they just look shit.
1: It's two people who sat on the fucking randomizer on XCOM Enemy Unknown for hours, just being <laughs> like, yeah. Dunstan Plemons, here
0: we go. show <laughs> <laughs> <Cross-croft. laughs> Shoblamons.
4: Sucking on my features like you wanted
3: me,
0: calling me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running to
4: my frissy features behind all other
3: times. Regular features. Regular features. Regular features.
0: Oh!
1: I've mentioned it before on the podcast, but I have so much fun at the pool these days. I'm big into the pool life. I love the sights. I love the sounds. I love the smells. Apart from half to three quarters of the smells. And I like the stories that I get out of it. Because people at the pool just act different. For instance, this is not my feature. But I've told Steve this before. I was recently at the pool. And I heard a mother impatiently banging on the changing room door where two of her children were clearly inside the cubicle saying, bloody hell, what are you doing? And then eventually one of them opened it and went, mum, I'm finishing my Sudoku. And, uh, (laughs) And you're like, no one's not even a kid is doing that anywhere other than a pool, a public pool cubicle because all (laughs) bets are off in the pool. It's just great for weird fucking people. Mm. Um, But I haven't been for a little while because I met a weird fucking person who ruined my experience of the pool. Oh. Because I'm kind of a stickler for a big pool rule. And that is lane-based. There are lanes at my pool. Pool I go to has three lanes. It has a fast lane, mm. a slow lane, and a medium
3: lane. Mm. And I'd like to know your interpretations of those rules. The social mm.
1: strata is so clear here, right? So, fast lane is for bigger boys and girls, people who Just only crawls. wear speedos, Ooh. And, and they've this... all got those arrow, arrow muscles that point to your genitals, and they can all do front crawl at like the speed of a lime bike. Like they can just fucking go, and it looks unreal. Um, I've
2: got the most disgusting name for those arrow muscles mm, pointing towards the genitals. Same, I've got that stuck in my head as well. I, I don't <laughs> know if you know it. it we, yeah, we, let's, let's just move on. So, should we say it? Cu- Is it cum gutters? A, cum gutters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I've heard that. Before. Cum <laughs> gutters. Yeah. Because I've, when I've, you when you come on a person who has very developed. Uh, Mm. Muscles in the groin The cum drizzles down Through the cum gutters And you say How was it for you? And they they... say great but I need to get back in the pool
0: (laughs) In in this scenario What is the cum drain? (laughs) And also the kids saw us I've attached (laughs) Lots of kind of small uh, Rubbery And bicycle bells to my belly So I've got like cum pachinko machine Instead (laughs) 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 It <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> so bounces around and just sort of flops on the floor at some point. And then I, and then I say, thank you very much and get back in the pool. <laughs> it's
3: it's always a lovely new world wine grape, isn't it? Campachinko. Campachinko. Campachinko from Lorenzo. So, so good at the
0: moment. <laughs> Must have some Campachinko.
1: <laughs> That's the it's popping way. off.
0: It's popping off of my midriff <laughs> <laughs> onto the poolside
1: floor. Everyone's coming on the fast lane the slow lane by comparison is full of people who basically just sort of curl up in a ball and let the current created by people in the fast lane sort of bob (laughs) them up and down and then like kind of like sea urchins that have been detached like they just Mm. float about and then
2: die Um, Like a man of war. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sargasso Sea. Exactly. (laughs) Floating around. You
1: You see, like, an absolute wash of dead animals on a beach. That's the slow lane. And then the medium lane is for cool people who get self conscious about their bellies, but they are somewhat serious about doing lengths until they get bored and go looking for a vending machine. And that is that? the three types of people at a pool. And everyone knows how it works. And the system works so well that the phrase stay in your lane is so appropriate that I can only imagine I invented it now. <laughs> and later in my life, I go back in time and teach it to people. Stay in your lane is, ex- is the rule of the pool. So, <laughs> surely no one would break the unwritten rule of the pool. And for instance, say they were a really bad swimmer, they wouldn't assume that just putting on flippers would make them (laughs) much faster than they naturally are. No one would do that. You still have to move your legs. I respect it a lot. That would be insane if you just put on flippers and assumed I can move up. The yeah, natural
2: it's social, not, social. It's not stride. right. It's not right. That's it's somebody right.
0: taking the Super Mario Brothers 3 approach to life. Like, I've got that special tail, I can fly now. Exactly. And this is why I present a Choose Your Own Adventure called You're a
1: Man with Flippers in My Pool. Can you stop Joe from getting past and doing a nice, normal <laughs> swim? You begin to step. From the warm, wet fog of the public showers into the echoing theatre of Swimworld, you are Brian. You have got new flippers on, and you feel like a sleek meat machine. Without flippers on, you pass through the water like a big fridge, full to the brim with old, thick milk. Without those flippers on, the laws of hydrodynamics pronounce you guilty of being a big milk fridge, and you either sink, or you creep across the water's meniscus like a milky fucking fridge. But with these new flippers on, oh, Brian, Brian, my boy, you're going to be like a super yacht. You just know it. You suddenly realise that you've been stood blocking the doorway to the pool because of thinking about all these flippers and milk. And a wide man behind you has just gone, huff. He squeezes past you in the doorway before you can move and you see as a massive tattoo across his back that looks like the rear side of a band t-shirt and in gothic lettering, the top part says Joe Scrabble's World Tour and underneath, <laughs> there's a bullet point list of what looks to be all the addresses of the houses he's ever lived in complete with postcodes. You notice with a jolt of pleasure that this rude Joe Scrabble's doesn't have flippers on like you. You prepare to walk like a cool duck to the pool's edge. But first, which lane will you walk up to? A, slow lane, or B, fast lane?
0: Well, it's going to be fast, right? Because we've got our new flippers on, which means now we are as fast as a duck. Yeah. What are well, the order of the lanes I've...
3: in the pool? Is it Are they in order in the pool? Slow, fast, medium? Slow, close to the
1: door and then let's pretend fast lane's next to it.
3: <laughs> you
0: can tell the oh, slow okay. lane. You can tell the slow lane because it looks like there might be There'd be corpses in it. Yeah, <laughs> there's, <laughs> always, there's always somebody who's not moving.
1: You, I've said this I've been before on this podcast, new... but I've seen in the slow lane before a boy being, like a young boy being taught <laughs> to swim and the way he was being taught to swim is he was left to do it and a man with a big stick was next to him and he was just fishing <laughs> him back to the surface.
4: Uh, <laughs>
3: it's, yeah, the they they <laughs> yeah. it's the okay, only
4: way they learn. Grab on. Fucking
3: hell. Okay, so you're going learn. fast lane. Absolutely fast lane, yeah.
4: Brian,
1: are you completely insane? Have you seen the people in the fast lane? They look like seahorses fucked real horses and painted the mutant child beige to fit in in the human world. They swim so fast the water turns to steam and the speedos rip off of them as if in protest of being rucked about by all the bustling muscles beneath them. No, not the fast lane. What about the slow lane? you think. And then you think, Brian, are you completely insane? If you went in the slow lane wearing these flippers, you'd probably catch some torpid gonk in the wake you'll make and blast them into the viewing gallery 20 feet above, which is where they belong, not the slow lane. And then you see it. Wait, there's a medium lane. Wow, that's Without so interrupting
3: useful. you. <laughs> congratulations on making an expertly concealed... <laughs> choice no oh, zero yeah, yeah, choice yeah. choice yeah, love there's that there's
1: no choice in it <laughs> Wow, that's so useful. A medium speed lane. That's the right place for Brian. A place to show the rest of this pool of virgins. How gorgeous, how graceful, how goddamn medium a man wearing flippers can be. A place to show the bully boys who pointed at you and shouted, Fridge prick, fridge prick, fridge prick, last time (laughs) you were here, that you're actually somewhat faster and not like a fridge because you're wearing flippers now and they make you swift and lean like a young frog. You try and pencil dive into the medium lane like a scuba guy but your big flippers upset your balance as you hit the water turning you 90 degrees forward onto your face and you slap the water like a human-sized spank on Lord Ocean's firm behind. (laughs) You style it out as if this is something flipper wearers do to get into prime swimming position really quickly and you suddenly feel as cool as a flipper looks. Time to do this. Let's swim at medium pace. You engage the flippers, feeling your body straighten, your muscles tighten. You're suddenly a bone submarine headed at the speed of some knots. You don't know how quick knots are. And you have a course for a fucking hidden octopus or something. It feels amazing to be you with flippers. You wonder how you look to people outside the pool. They're probably freaking out. They're probably like, what is that? Man-tube moving at a medium pace in that medium lane. And then you feel something impossible. Something just brushed your flipper. You quickly glance back, and it's that Joe Scrabbles guy, fully extended, mid-breaststroke. <laughs> oi, oi He didn't have flippers. He doesn't have the build of a fast laner. He looks like someone filled a long sock with scrambled egg. How is he catching you up? Who the fuck is this guy, Brian? Do you A, stop to consider how this is actually physically possible, but inadvertently allow Joe Scribbles to pass you, and in doing so, submit to his superiority at medium swimming, or B, mm. move to the centre of the lane, stopping Joe Scribbles from passing you entirely?
3: I want to move to the centre of the lane, and also make a kind of more frog motion with my legs, so you can't get by without... Just encountering my beautiful flippers. That's pure Brian.
1: (laughs) Brian frogs it hard. And he frogs it hard specifically with his right flipper, pushing... Wait yourself to the dead centre of the medium lane, the free-flow zone, baby. You're gonna flip-flop <laughs> so nice in this bit, no wakes to get in the way, no corpses on the other side. You're gonna go medium pace and continue to do so no matter what this freak behind you is doing. You glance back and you see a look of pure chagrin on Joe Screbbles's face, and you make sure to flip your big feet right towards it, hopefully buffeting your wake-water up his thick nose. You turn back, and the triumph turns to terror as you realise you've put yourself in an impossible situation. There's another medium swimmer coming towards you from the opposite end of the lane. It's that man... (laughs) It's that man who always leaves his water bottle at the side of the pool. You don't understand him, because you just drink all the free water in the pool when you get thirsty. Why pay for water at home when Big Pool is giving it to you right now? What an idiot! As if to prove your point, you take a big gulp of pool water and it tastes of delicious piss and it steadies your nerves. You've got Joe Screbbles on your tail and Water Bottle Man on your front tail, where your head is. Do you A, move back to the side of the lane, allowing the natural flow of medium swimmers to resume, but allowing you, a human with flippers, to be dominated by normal guys? Or B, continue swimming in the middle of the lane, blocking passage for everyone on both sides because you bought flippers. Steve, you haven't had the choice yet? Block, block, block. You stick to your guns and you flip, flop, flap, all nice, right in the middle of the lane. Ahead of you, you see the confused water bottle guy move aside like a weak little shrimp and he immediately gets kicked by a fast lane maniac whose errant limb juts out from behind those long strings of pool baubles that tell you where lanes are and it's probably broken his ribs and he's gonna die so victory for brian and yet and yet another brush against your flipper joe screbbles is somehow still behind you he's still gaining on you this doesn't make sense he must have an outboard motor attached to the back of his swimming shorts because this guy sure as shit ain't going medium do you (laughs) a move aside something's up with this guy and you don't need the pool palaver or do you be <laughs> pool palava? Or, do <laughs> or do you pool palava? Or do you be continue to stick to your gums? Kick harder. Use
2: the flipper for what it was invented for—making your foot long. It sounds like I'm avoiding pool palava, and I'm persevering with the middle lane. Yep Joe Scrabble's be damned. Yeah, em- embrace the pool palava.
1: No, <laughs> Brian hates the pull plumber, and as such, <laughs> his leg shoots out like a wet blam cannon. And you expect, <laughs> <laughs> you expect to feel impact. To teach this Joe Scrabbles what it is to mess with you, Brian the man fish and his big long feet. But there is instead disaster. The flipper has loosened with your effort and it limply slides off your foot classical (laughs) classical music begins playing in your head and you suddenly have an out-of-body experience you see the brian of 40 seconds ago but instead of the spectacular nautilus man you expect you realize that he is almost a hundred percent vertical in the pool kicking him kicking underneath him so that he's practically sending himself backwards with a queue of swimmers doggy paddling behind him joe scrabble's chief among them and he Scrabbles looks like a wet Deborah Meadon about to tell you he won't be investing in your flipper business.
4: <laughs>
1: Brian, <clears throat> you tell yourself. You were never going medium, it was a flipper's ruse. You suddenly return to yourself. The world has become paler around you. The cerulean pool looks slate-grey under strip lighting. The awed crowds revealed to be a scattering of parents, who visibly hate watching their children swim near to people who look like you and Joe Scrubbles Without flippers on, you return to a world where you are a man who swims like a fridge full of milk. You crawl to the end of the lane. You get out. You get back into the slow lane and basically just walk about in it for ten minutes. Joe Scribbles revs up and shows you what medium swimming really looks like. Joe Scribbles wins again. Yeah, I hated that guy. But I did feel quite sad when he got out and took his flippers off and went into the slow lane, because it was so clear that everyone hated swimming near him.
2: There was a real guy who took swimming flippers into a...
1: The, oh the only God. not real thing in that story is that his flipper fell off. I wish it had fallen off. He just and flipped about for 20 minutes and everyone was like, like this is shit. <laughs> and then he got out and got in the slow lane and took his flippers off. And it was as if he was like, "I," as if I'm he home. knew. I'm he's, home. <laughs> he's a slow lane swimmer. He's a corpse. but <laughs> But if he put flippers on, maybe, just maybe, he could go. Real fast, but he had no stance, he was vertical, he was just swabbling about like a big, like, oh, a big it's
2: weeble insane. man. It's like, um, oh, if you got, no you got in I a swimming pool it. with like one of those James Bond, uh, little, little tugboats that pulls you along underneath the water. I was thinking,
1: <laughs> I thought you were going to say like one of those James Bond, uh, like synchronized swimmers shot from above <laughs> like, <laughs> in one of their opening credits. There's got to be some of that going on.
0: Yeah, there is something deeply cursed about the swimming pools generally. Like, you do just have very strange people gravitate. I think it's leisure centers, really. A uniquely British
1: phenomenon, isn't it? People change personality as soon as they're in those spaces. All bets are yeah. off as soon as you start doing exercise and the mm. hormones start blasting around your
2: system. Yeah. Everyone gets yeah. horny. Oh, it gets yeah. really horny. I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, uh, I do. I, do know, about that. I <laughs> do know about
0: that. I mean, you might know about that, but like, I don't know. If yeah, you,
2: and also, I think
0: you know about that. Well, listen, I mean, like, you're implying now that we've been horny together in you know, No, not thing. me and you, but like, <laughs> you know, I yeah, all right, but like, my listener near me is is like and mostly Joe just old that. people oh. talking about conspiracy theories in the sauna. I know about leisure. There's nothing yeah. more horny than that. <laughs>
3: And Q and on. <laughs> Thanks for acknowledging that I can be horny too, Steve. <laughs> you know about that. I don't think anyone needs to acknowledge goggles, that. <laughs> that's, that's what goggles problem. are for. So oglin. <laughs> I put the og into oglin <laughs> ogling oh, goblin Oglin-goblin.
2: We should definitely have a big sauna after the...
0: Episode five hundred live show. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> I thought you meant with all of the audience. <laughs> That's just. Uh, I was like, I'm some. pretty sure they I don't mean, make. How it many?
3: Habit? Like, what's the capacity of your sauna? Um. Well, if it's a warm night, we'll just shut the doors and windows and just stay there. Yeah. And get staff to bring the drinks up to us.
1: We'll just pour beer onto hot coals and like get drunk <laughs> oh through our
0: pores. <laughs> I was lost in a hairy Pines,
4: soon turned out it was Gavin's eyes. Did it, did Regular
2: features. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. If you like the podcast, you can help us out by going to patreon.com forward slash regular features and helping us out by pledging an amount of your choosing per episode. Two pounds. That's the going rate right now, and that gets you access to our patron-exclusive Discord channel. But that's not all.
3: That is not all. That is not all you get. I was going to say, because that's not enough. I want more, Steve. I'm cursing danced.
2: (laughs) We'll take your old human name, scrunch it up into a little ball, chuck it in the trash and give you your very own bee name. Mm. Could you please give a bee name to the following new patrons? Please give a bee name to Peter McAtimony. McAnatomy. McAnatomy. Peter. Be anatomy. Peter
0: McAnatomy. Be the
3: anatomy you want to see in your hive. Be, anatomy. Be the
0: anatomy you want to see in your bee anatomy.
3: Be the legs you need to see inside your honey. Get your legs wet, don't go anywhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll be right back.
3: <clears throat> right. Um,
2: yes, piece of Mac- Uh your name is Get Your Legs Wet, Don't Go Anywhere.
1: <laughs> and it's just an implication that the, the wetness is honey. That's, that's the general vibe.
3: Well, he's not going anywhere because his legs are stuck, because honey is a sticky substance.
2: Please give a B name to Robert Irving. <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: just, I just wanted to say swanky, but I didn't have anything to say after it. <laughs> swanky. Uh-oh. Swanky. Swanky.
2: Swanky sounds a little bit like the B name. <laughs> yes,
3: the, the swanky boy. <laughs> no, it's...
0: Swanky Kong. The coolest Kong of all. Swanky Kong. Swanky Kong sounds nice. I
2: think it's Swanky Kong. Please give a bee name to John Tershevitz.
0: Don't torture me. I'm a wasp, actually. What does torture mean? Don't torture me.
3: Don't torture me. Oh, you were trying to say torture.
0: No, I was trying to say touch. Don't torture me. Don't touch me. I'm a wasp, not a bee. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty
2: good. And finally, please give a B name to Sean Stalin
3: Stritch. Mop. Mop head. Mop head coming through. <laughs>
1: Mop head coming through. Stritch, Stritch. Mop head coming through. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what, hang on where's mop head come from <laughs> I don't know.
3: um because Mog. i was the, the, i was thinking that um the my first thought was he sound okay do you want to know my process of getting there i thought his name sounded a little bit like eldritch i thought of the the things that come out of like cthulhu's mouth then i thought what if that was b's legs and if you had that many legs you'd look like a mop head that's how i got to mop head And I couldn't bring it back. I'd already—I'd taken too many steps down a path. That's why I said mop head coming through.
1: Absolutely fascinating. (laughs) Just an amazing glimpse into a fucking shattered mind.
2: I can't believe this. This bit of the podcast really does a fucking number on you, particularly log.
3: Oh God, I'm haunted.
2: It's entirely <laughs> incompatible with the way that your brain works. <laughs> Sean Salon Stritch. how about um, Stretch Beef Sausages? Oh
0: yeah, it's pretty good. Stretch Beef Sausages. It's a reference
2: to another podcast. Stretch, yeah, with yeah, with the bees of the beef. Shh, dog. You can rest now. You can rest now. Look <laughs> for sausage for sausage. Relax. <laughs> <clears throat> if you'd like your own B name, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and help us out. Or join us next week. We will be back for another episode. Goodbye and good night.
0: Good night. Good, good night. night. Go to for evening time. Remember I can go to sleep. Don't die. <laughs>
4: che io